0: So hi, we're well, the Good Noise Podcast For Sydney Sprague. We're going to ask her some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired you to start making music?
1: Um, Avril Lavigne. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a, a really, really emo preteen, I was listening to a lot of her stuff and uh, I was just really inspired to share my angst with the world, I guess.
0: That's so valid. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's the best one. All right.
2: Um, congrats on your upcoming release. Maybe okay. I will see you at the end of the world. I yes. love that name so much. <laughs> Thank you um, so much. <laughs> how do you feel the response to it so far to maybe you've shown it to since at the time of recording, it isn't out yet?
1: Uh, it's been really, really cool. Everybody that I've shown it to has been really excited because it's like the first big, I guess, like fancy recording I've ever done, like the first time I've ever like spent a significant amount of money on something. Yeah. So I think it it uh, it surprised a lot of people that have been like following me for a while yeah awesome yeah sick
0: natalie hasn't shut up about it on the timeline so that's how we found out
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes i love her so much
0: she's really pushing it hard man she is
1: she is she's my cheerleader (laughs) so is
0: there any meaning behind the album name or the cover art
1: yeah the album name is actually from um a track on the album the song is just called end of the world but there's a line in it that's maybe i'll see you at the end of the world and it's about just kind of like, like waiting for life to be good, if that makes sense. Like you can mm-hmm. see uh, like light at the end of the tunnel, but um, you just like barely seem to ever get there. It's just like this constantly moving post. Mm-hmm. Um, and the artwork itself, it kind of like, it came about after we did all of the single art, but we kind of took all of these like objects that had meaning to me in the songs and kind of like put them in outer space and then the album art is like the the hotel room that all of these objects like exist in and you can kind of see them like throughout the space in that room that is so cool <laughs> thank <That's amazing>. you <laughs> i love easter eggs and like making everything kind of like a little puzzle of my feelings So
2: <laughs> definitely that's i always love when bands and artists like incorporate like stuff into their art and music so because it's always something new to look at and something new right. to like invest yourself in yeah so good job with that thank
1: you i never know if people actually will read into that kind of stuff but i definitely do so.
2: oh trust me there's always somebody and good. that's usually me so <laughs>
1: awesome.
2: it was for you thank you oh my god um can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this album
1: um all of these songs were kind of just like brain vomit they just Mm -hmm. nothing was really intentional it was just I was going through a situationship kind of deal and uh just had a lot of had a lot of feelings and they just kind of came out naturally um I like I'll sit down with a guitar and I'll start just kind of like making sounds until words like fall into them and normally I'll like I'm not thinking too much about writing while I'm doing it and then afterwards I'll like look at the song and be like oh that's what's happening.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's right. again. That's kind of cool. <laughs> it's all it very works. cool. Exactly. Yeah. It's oh, my own sounds little sounds- form of therapy. I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so can you tell me like where your headspace is at uh, while you're writing this album?
1: Um, sad, lonely. Um, I was in kind of like a long distance, again, situation ship. So there was just a lot of like pining and angst and worrying about the future and uh like this was like pre-covid nightmare world so none of that had really happened yet but i've always been like anxious that something terrible would happen and the world would end so there's a lot of that in there too Mm -hmm. so you said this was pre-covid how long have you been sitting on this album for then um luckily not too long i made it in january of last year so like right i made the cutoff like super, super tight, but um, I wrote most of the songs between 2018 and 19. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. That's not that bad. Right. It feels like a million years, but it's not, actually. Yeah. Um,
2: All right. Um, so, while going through the album, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you,
1: if any? Um, I would say probably Death Cat for Cutie. That was, Ooh. like, my main, um, my main reason to record at the studio that I recorded at, because it's where they made like plans and transatlanticism and a lot of their like albums that were super important to me so mm-hmm. i ended up at that studio and like all of the gear and all the like the tape loops and the stuff that they used were like there's a lot of that on the record so i would say that probably
0: well that's a super cool full, full circle moment for you then
1: yeah Definitely. it was nuts i i I was like shaking the whole month i was in the studio because they have like they're like uh they're like boards with like all the song titles and check marks of all the different parts and it's just really cool to be in the room with all that stuff
0: yeah yeah same oh my god I can they imagine. were once in not in the same room with them though that's no, next album not
2: yet exactly. maybe yeah. next
1: time we'll yeah. see
0: <laughs> um so you have a feature on your track uh object permanence uh what was it like uh, having that feature on there with uh, Danielle direct,
1: it it happened really naturally because Danny's uh, like my best friend, and we spent all of the year before I made the record touring together. And so she would sing that song with me every night, and it just kind of like became the norm. And I couldn't hear it without her voice anymore. So
0: so it was just necessary
1: was on the record. It was necessary. It okay. To right. yeah. But I did. Um, we wrote a song together for her album as well that just came out this year. It's called Billy. Oh, we do a lot of stuff together. Yeah.
2: Would you ever consider a split since you guys just already do a lot of stuff together?
1: I'm, I'm hoping to. Yeah, definitely, definitely hoping to do some more collabing with her in the future. All right, right, that'd be sick.
2: Uh, So this one, she like super, super fast off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words.
1: Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, I would say existential. Ooh. Um. Uh self-aware and uh vulnerable maybe Ooh,
0: those are three that's very good, good
1: Those are kind of all the same thing but it's a that's the mood for sure yeah, yeah <laughs> no.
0: those are good though fits <laughs> the album well
1: yeah um, exactly it works it works
0: so in that same train of thought is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening through the album
1: um i don't know i think for me like the best the best like response i've ever felt when people hear my stuff is just that they relate or that they've like, they're either going through currently or have gone through something similar. That just kind of like, it validates my feelings and it validates their feelings at the same time. It's like a connection.
2: Okay. Definitely. That's yeah. sick. Um, so this album has 10 tracks and you released five singles off of the album. Is yeah. there any particular reason you decided to release half the album as singles?
1: Um, well, the label had a lot to do with it. This is my first okay. time working with a label. So they had like a pretty, um, a pretty lengthy release schedule, just because mm-hmm. this is my first full length, and they wanted a lot of time to kind of build it up and get the word out. So and being in quarantine, too, we can't really like tour with the yeah. record and promote it that way. So I think that was just kind of like, a long rollout to try to get people to pay attention by the time the record came out okay yeah okay that makes sense and i
0: also want to ask like how it came about working with rude records how they picked you up
1: um the guy that mixed my record his name is mike pepe and he's an angel human um but he was good friends with an anr at rude and he sent it over and they liked it and they they actually signed me after i had already released the first single which was i refuse to die Oh, so that was already out, and they liked it, and they liked the rest of the record. So uh-huh. it's kind of all magically happened over Zoom, kind of like this, because they're all over in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and then I also want to ask, how you picked the lead single for the album, uh, since you brought it up.
1: Um, honestly, it was funny because I, I never saw that song really being a single. It's so short and not really like the format that normally would work. But it was right around. I think I released it in June of last year so it was kind of it just felt right um because everything was so uh I don't know if I'm allowed to swear everything was really bad Yeah, you can swear everything was fucked and so (laughs) I wanted to put something out there that felt hopeful and like acknowledged the crisis and I don't know it just it felt like the right time for that song
0: okay Mm -hmm. that's that's good uh so where do you see uh, your project in the next five years and are you working on anything new that you might be able to spill the beans on
1: oh man it's i have no idea <laughs> it's so hard to like guess what's gonna happen next i hope i'll be on tour that's my be good. my dream that would be awesome but it just kind of depends on you know everything in the world but uh i'm working on a lot of new stuff i don't know how much i'm allowed to say but there's gonna be Some like follow up stuff that happens with this album, and then I have like I think like 50 demos that I'm working on for the next project. I've had a lot of time on my hands, (laughs) if that's not clear. You you
0: glitched just a little. I'm like, yeah, I heard it right 50? Yeah, Jesus.
1: I have a lot. Are you okay? No, (laughs) (laughs) no. I've been in this apartment for a year. Yeah.
0: Oh. Jesus, so I, mean, I like
1: all the songs i'm excited about it and we've got lots to pick from so right. I, I won't stop putting out stuff anytime soon big triple okay.
0: lp yeah, the <laughs> yeah. Songs yeah. You there got. you go
1: yeah i'll do a big uh, a big concept album <laughs> oh yeah that's gonna be great yeah <laughs> uh so for the last
2: couple questions we're actually going to shift away from music if that's okay with you yeah sick uh so we're gonna go straight to death row boom perfect i know right uh so if you're on death
1: row what would your last meal be with a drink
0: very big boom
1: oh man i already have such bad decision paralysis about food that's so hard um i would say probably probably go back to my roots and do like a big tex-mex like a big pile of cheese enchiladas something like that with a drink too maybe mm-hmm. like a horchata just really oh, like drown yeah. myself in dairy and go out mm-hmm. with a bang oh, oh. amazing <laughs> drink
2: choice you're the first person who said that so i really appreciate it because that's awesome. like one of my favorites I love it. it's
1: so, so good oh
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live
1: oh man maybe like I don't know why Westworld was the first thing that came to mind. I just mm-hmm. think that would be really tight. I don't
2: know. All right. It's on. Solid, good yeah. for <laughs> Good yeah. choice. Yeah. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Okay. What is your favorite color? Black. Is that If you we were, to, if we were to say counts? that's a shade, what okay. would your second favorite color be?
1: Um. I think like lavender, probably. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's my birthstone. So yeah. Oh, that's really yeah. cool. That's really cool.
0: Glory is very black's a shade, but I am okay with you saying black is your favorite color. Because it's mean, mine as well. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's my vibe. <laughs> um,
0: so as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug?
1: Um, let's see. I just dropped a music video today for my song Quitter. Um that's out everywhere on YouTube and all the stuff. And then my album is out on the twenty sixth, so that's all I got.
0: All right. Uh well thank you for sending out with this. this has been Sydney Sprague and We're the Good Noise podcast.